It is Tuesday, one of my favorite days of the week. And for this week's show, we have a mental health advocate turned professional whose personal story led her to making a difference in the world of mental health. When she was in her mid-20s, she had her own first experience with a therapist. At the time, her love life wasn't living up to her hopes and wanted a better understanding of what was getting in the way. Some 30-odd years ago now, going to therapy was something she felt a lot of shame about. She felt flawed, broken, and didn't want to share those parts of herself with someone else, but finding the courage to reach out to her therapist led to more sharing than ever expected. And this is just a preview to her show today. We're going to learn all about that. And now fast forward, she already has her master's in social work from NYU and is a LCSW. Before we dive in, Tanya, let's kick it off with what does mental health mean to you? Mental health to me means all the layers. There's so many different layers for each of us. And I think we all need to learn what our needs are, what is potentially dysregulating for us, what helps us catch our breath, what helps us feel balanced and even, and kind of learn our own language of that. And um, yeah, and it's different for all of us. So I think finding your own way to give yourself the support you need and the space you need. And, and uh, some for some people, it may include medication. For some people, it's movement and meditation. There's so many different ways to go about it. I love how you're starting off the show. Every mental health is different. And what I mean by that, there's no one size fits all. I say that all the time. What works for some doesn't work for others. Later in the show, stick around. We're going to ask her her short-term techniques, long-term techniques, things she does to improve her mental health. At Tampa Counseling and Wellness, we want to remind you that it's okay to not be okay. Reaching out for support and asking for a little extra help can be overwhelming, but everyone deserves a safe space to heal. We're so honored to be that space for Florida residents. If you want to learn more about our services or you'd like to set up a free consultation with one of our clinicians, you can call or text us at 813-520-2807. We're looking forward to growing with you. Maybe one, two, or all of those things will be just what you need to get headed in the right direction. As everybody knows this, and exercise is my mental health cheat code in the morning. I do some form of exercise just to not overthink throughout the day, not get wrapped up in bad thoughts. It just helps me think freely. So thank you for starting us off once again. And to everyone joining us, it is time for a mental health break. I am Vincent A. Lancey, and I am excited for today's guest. She has an incredible story. She does it professionally as well. So we're going to get value from both sides of things. And this week's Spotlight Story is going to cover celebrities sharing their experiences in therapy since we have a guest on the show today who found such a transformative experience with therapy. You never know which story is going to resonate with you most, and Tanya is ready to share hers and her why relating to mental health. My why came after suffering a traumatic brain injury, and I hope to help people through my story each time I share. Tanya's mission is the same. I'd now like to ask you to introduce yourself to everyone today before we dive into Mental Health Talk. So my name is Tani Lesnick, and as Vincent spoke about some, I really got into therapy when I went through my own experience. I was struggling with having a long-term love relationship and 
felt a lot of shame about it and felt flawed. And it took me a while even to open up to the idea of therapy. And I know you touched on this idea that um, I opened up more than I ever thought I was going to and went into a group. So it was with other people. That experience was so transformative. And I was a graphic designer at the time. So I had a whole nother career, but touching on sort of my core meaning, finding meaning, realizing I wasn't flawed, being able to connect to humans on that deep a level, it, it changed my life. And I've since dedicated my life to that. So I've been doing psychotherapy and coaching for over 27 years now, and um, especially still love group work, because I think there's nothing like the power of connecting to other humans from your inside worlds and it's so powerful well congratulations on all the success and congratulations on doing something you love to do from graphic design to social work you never know where someone's gonna end up in the mental health world and we are all grateful that you did because of the big difference you're making as you mentioned so many years in the practice i'd now like to circle back to your story and then we can talk about your clients as well the more commonly spoken types of mental health disparities we speak about and we see on this show are mood disorders, anxiety disorders, schizophrenia disorders. What did you experience? Myself in my own sort of, I think for me, it was actually a lot of self-worth stuff. I grew up with a mother who really had some anxiety issues, but the way it came out was anger and rage. Mm -hmm. And so as a child growing up in a home like that, I learned some very strong people-pleasing tendencies because I never wanted to set my mother off. And so there was a lot of mindset issues that I had to work through and self-worth issues that I had to work through. There's some anxiety in there. There's some depressed mood that shows up, but not to the point where that was the most debilitating part for me. For me, it was really more the, the, the self-worth mindset stuff. And self-worth is being more spoken about now thankfully where you have to know your worth don't jeopardize that follow your inner self something i talk about mr lancey talks mental health is you have to be your own best friend before you can be someone else's best friend you have to worry and take care of yourself before things get out of control and it's all preventative i feel that one of my goals with this show is to just help people have the tools and the stories to know that they're not alone in what they're going through that they can get through it I now like to pivot now to your client work. You do a lot of coaching. You've been in practice for 25 years. What do you come across the most there? I guess in a way similar to what I present. There's a lot of mindset work that I do with people, a lot. People get into faulty narratives, limiting beliefs that really needs to get worked through so that it's not continuing to interfere with decisions made and how they're living their lives. There's definitely a lot of depression and anxiety as well. I would say mostly that in my practice um, and helping people navigate through how to pay attention to their rhythms and what kind of, um, for some people, it, it again, like I said earlier, for some people, it might be medication in addition to working mm -hmm. through some of the thought patterns and learning from emotions and all of that. And for some people, it's, very, very sort of core basic self-care stuff that they 
really know that if they don't focus on that, they can get dysregulated. So paying attention to eating regularly and healthfully and sleeping and movement and all those basic self-care, breathing, taking a few minutes here and there to get quiet, journaling, all those things. You mentioned something there, self-care. Now that's something we're hearing a lot of now too. What is self-care, Tanya? So I would like to talk about self-care again with this very individualized way of deciding what does bring for each of us a level of balance. I used to have a lot of shame at the idea that TV was something that helped me sort of chill out for a bit and get to a place where I felt sort of just calmer and balanced, but that was less acceptable. Yoga, journaling, all the ways that we talk about it in a more common way seems to be um, sort of societally, I feel like it's what we put out there is like, this is the way to do it. But it's so much more vast than that. I think for some people, connecting to friends is a form of self-care. Saying yes to more fun is a form of self-care. Saying no to more is a form of self-care. So learning what the things you need in place to honor yourself and what that means is is a huge important part of the journey. But once you learn those things, then you can start to put them in place and feel much more balanced in your life when you learn what you need. Thank you for sharing that. And I'm sure along the way, you found things that work for you as far as self-care. You mentioned watching TV. I can resonate with that. My my favorite shows, my mindless TV shows where I can just sit down, throw it on for a few minutes and go from there. When you found this transformative experience with your therapist, when you started doing therapy on your own, you wanted to take a stance on mental health stigma. You were doing your part. Let's talk more about that process. Is there anything else you want to share with our audience that we didn't go over that in the beginning of the show? Because I know how powerful it was for you. And now I want to just really know like what led you to just so pro mental health well it's interesting because i did feel so much stigma at first so when i went through my own i mean this was the biggest experience of my life it changed everything and i said i became a therapist i did also meet my husband at the time so the reason why i went to therapy to begin with to have a long-term relationship or at least understand myself better right that did happen but connecting to myself was so huge yet because i felt so much stigma i was quiet about it i didn't necessarily speak up as much as i have more and more over the years so um i think back then trust learning how to trust my gut and paying attention to that and having conversations with people that as best I could was not shaming in any way that was opening up to the complexities of being human and keeping that voice out there in a, in a way where people, at least in my orbit, and I'm talking about in my life, of course, professionally, it was a very specific focus of that relationship and being somebody's therapist or coach, but just the way that I showed up in my life to always try and be as honest and true as I could be, even though I did experience some stigma and I was at quiet for a period of time about some of that. Well, thank you for not being shy about it anymore. You're pushing through and you're making such a difference and continuing growth in your business, attracting people who you can help 
We've touched on self-care today. We're all unique. All of our mental health are different and being honest with yourself. I think it's the perfect time now to jump into that spotlight story before we learn what Tanya does to improve her mental health and what's next for her in the mental health world. I mentioned in the beginning, she had a transformative experience with therapy. So this week, I thought it'd be great to look into the article called Eight Celebrities Talk About Their Experiences with Therapy. Let you all know that you are not alone. It does not matter how much money someone has or how much success they have. They could still be facing some challenges on the inside. And we'll dive right into it now. This article is from ThriveWorks. And it mentions a lot of people I think we should know from movies and TV shows and just celebrities in general. I really like to touch on these people again because it does not matter how successful they may seem. They may not be happy on the inside. And John Hamm, best known for his roles in The Town and Mad Men, developed chronic depression in college after his father died. To remedy the harmful effects, he sought out therapy. Quote, I was in bad shape. I did do therapy and antidepressants for a brief period, which helped me, which is what therapy does. It gives you another perspective when you are so lost in your own spiral. It helps. We're going to look at a few in different angles, not just chronic depression here. Next is going to be Kerry Washington on a binge eating disorder. We know Kerry Washington is the powerful and inspiring Olivia Pope in the show Scandal, but she wasn't always the star of the show. Instead, she was a normal college student weighed down by life's many stresses. Quote, I used food as a way to cope. I'd eat, eat anything and everything, sometimes until I passed out. Thankfully, Washington decided to get help after her dance teacher approached her with concerns. Another quote here, therapy helped me realize that maybe it's okay for me to communicate my feelings. Instead of literally stuffing them down with food, maybe it's okay for me to express myself and then the next one we're going to touch on and then we'll bring our guest back on is going to be on Demi Lovato for bipolar disorder eating disorders and depression she has gone to therapy on several occasions for anorexia bulimia depression bipolar disorder and substance abuse disorder and after seeing firsthand how much it helps she now goes twice a week I take care of my mental health it's definitely something I prioritize. I see a therapist two days a week. I reach out to people whenever I'm struggling with something. And I think it's an incredible message. What's your takes on these testimonials from their experiences with therapy? Well, similar to what you said at first, right? Like nobody's immune. Everybody, we're humans. We're all humans. And we all are going to go through ups and downs and losses and all kinds of things that we may need support for at various points in our lives. So just having that out there and reminding us, especially when I think back to the younger me that felt very flawed and felt very alone in some of what I thought was um, flaws in me rather than the human condition. I think the fact that celebrities are speaking up more and also like what you're doing and, and me even speaking up more, having more conversations in our culture in our world now about mental health and especially from um, celebrities because they have such a big influence is I'm so grateful for that because I think it's going to help the world feel less flawed and more comfortable being honest about ups and downs or what they might need and start to take better care of themselves and that's going to help 
our whole world. So yeah, I really appreciate it so much. You often see, or not only see, but the media will highlight the negativity of celebrities, the poor actions. And when they have, I don't know, 1 million, 10 million, 100 million people following their page, that action goes a long way. Um, we were all kids at one point. You're a sponge. You absorb a lot of things. And it would be a shame to see people go the wrong way for looking up to somebody. But I just think the more conversations, like you said, what you're doing, what I'm doing, will destigmatize it to a point where people won't feel like they're going to get fired at work if they bring something up. I mean, right. I, I used to talk about it a lot. If you break your hand, you take the few weeks, month, two months, whatever, and you rest up. If you have something going upstairs, if you do take the time to rest and get right, it may go away and it may not be a lifelong challenge. But if yeah. you put it off and because you feel you can't speak up, it's, it's absolutely terrible. And hopefully we're on our way to a better world with mental health stigma disappearing. But until then, they're going to need some help, Tanya. Our listeners, everyone listening on and myself included, I always want to improve the way I feel, learn new techniques for our mental health. What do you do? to make yourself feel good? Mm. So for me, I mentioned movement a couple of times, but I have sort of a love-hate relationship with movement. <laughs> sometimes I'm into it, sometimes I'm not, but I'm part of a regular hiking group. So I make nice. sure to do that um, regularly throughout the week. I just started trying indoor rock climbing. So nice. touching on fun element, making sure to honor the need for movement, but also honor my need for to be connected to it. Things like connecting with friends is really important. Having quiet time where I connect to myself, do a little bit of journaling, do a little bit of sort of breathing, but also sorting through what's coming up for me, what's bubbling up for me. Those are some of the ways that I make sure to really honor sort of my own sense of balance on a day-to-day -day basis. I love and, that. Yeah. Finding a sense of balance. Again, it will look different for everyone, but you just heard some things. Movement. When you're staring at the computer, for example, or at your desk for such a long period of time, get up every hour for even five minutes, just walk around. I'm very strict on myself where 10 minutes at the end of the hour, five minutes in the beginning of the day, I just take my eyes off the computer, take an intentional walk, get some fresh air outside. Nature is such a powerful thing, especially sunshine, the vitamin D. It gives you energy. It's the best. Um, well said there. I want to now ask you before we sign off, of course, what's next for you? What are you working on? Where can everybody expect? So what's next for me is I'm starting to put together some more packages that include both group and individual because nice. group is such a powerful way to grow and connect, but to have some time also separately to process whatever's coming up for you so that you can then take the work back to a small intimate group of other people and retreats as well. I've got one coming in the works in Costa Rica with somebody, another amazing therapist. Amazing. Yeah. So helping people to do some of the deep dives, to clear through some of the stuff that's, I'm starting to talk about my work in terms of energetic clutter mm -hmm. because we all have a certain amount of bandwidth that we can process things throughout our day-to-day -day lives and if we use that up on things that aren't getting us anywhere yes. and that are so automatic but if we gave it a little bit of nurturing and some time to shift 
we would be able to focus on more high energy things and high vibration things and things that matter to us and mean something to us. So to really help that process along is what my focus is. I love it. Keep me posted so I could share it with the audience. And where are you streaming from today? I'm in New York, just about an hour north of the city. Cortland Manor. Okay, Cortland. My sister went to Cortland. I, vis I visited one time. Yeah. It was a bit cold for me. I left New York <laughs> and for the palm trees, and I don't know if I'm going back. But it was, <laughs> it was a great time, of course, to see family. And great episode. I can't thank you enough for coming on and joining our community of mental health advocates. We touched on so much. And above all, just be yourself. She taught us so much today. But now to learn more about you, where can everybody look online, their social media, website, anything you have going on? Yeah. So my website is group with Tanya, T-A-N-Y-A. -A. You can get there that way. And I have a little documentary of the story that we talked about that I created, which to me is sort of amazing that I got to the point of creating a documentary after feeling so much stigma initially. So it feels like a huge milestone, but it's a lovely documentary of that story. And then I also do both TikTok and Instagram. They're kind of the same videos, but whichever you prefer. Yeah. And my handle is all one word, Tanya the Therapist. Okay. And the website is groupwithtanya.com? Yep. All right, everyone, you heard it. Be sure to go check out what she has going on and keep in touch. Tanya, thanks again for coming on the show. Everyone listening on, we are at a mental health break and at Vincent A. Lancey. Everything most likely will be getting condensed to one handle. But be sure to check out the YouTube channel, Vincent A. Lancey. Been putting a lot of new content out there, including writing with authors series. My website is Vincent A. Lancey. And of course, Mental Health Week and Mr. Lancey Talks Mental Health are on Amazon now. Thank you for tuning in, and we will see you next Tuesday on another show of A Mental Health Break. Goodbye, Tanya. Oh, thank you. Goodbye.